Hello, you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host, Beth Wilson, and I'll be bringing you a dose of positivity every week. For this episode, I'm joined by Sam from Mindful Mortgages. Sam is on a mission to change up the way we buy our dream home. Sam focuses on the emotions of buying a home and is there with you every step of the way. Let's get to it. So enter the podcast, Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hi, Beth. Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. Nice to meet you properly. Good. And you. Thank you so much for being here. So could you please introduce yourself for my lovely listeners? Yeah, sure. So my name's Sam um, and I am a mum. I am a wife um, and I'm a mortgage advisor. But I always hesitate saying that because I feel like it comes with a bit of a cliche. Um, So I own Mindful Mortgages, which says a little bit more about what we do. Um, I'm a mortgage advisor of the difference because we focus a lot more on the emotions and the connection behind the mortgage and it's more the home than the, the finances. And I think it's brilliant. When I came across uh, your Instagram uh, from Becca, who's a former uh, podcast guest, and I just want to say like before we start that I so appreciate having this conversation because you know, we just don't talk about money enough. Um, You know, even things like, I was thinking about this before we met, you know, kind of credit scores and savings and even just mortgages. Like when it came to me getting a mortgage, I had no idea what I was doing Mm -hmm. and bless them, I was turning to my mom and dad, but I mean, it had been like, you know, 28 years or whatever since they had a mortgage. So obviously everything had changed and And yeah, I think we're just not, I don't know whether it is a British thing or or what, or whether it is kind of more of a global thing, but we just don't talk about it. And I I wish they did more, you know, in schools or college or whatever, um, because yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't have a clue. No, it's it's almost a taboo. And I get a bit forgetful of that because I'm doing it day in, day out. So it doesn't feel it's me. And I feel very comfortable chatting through with things. But there's such an undercurrent over like an anxiety around it. And it feels like such a big thing. And this is where the emotions come into play because it's not just here's a loan from a bank and it's going to cost you this much. Like there is the understanding, the overwhelm, and you need to be in the right hands to make sure that you actually feel comfortable with all of that so I try to empower you to feel all of those feelings um but yeah it's, it's a strange thing that it's so taboo still yeah yeah I don't get it I don't know why it is um but yeah it is great what you do and I'm sure you are empowering people and uh, so yeah take us back to the beginning uh why did you start mindful mortgages well let me get a box of tissues oh, no. <laughs> I feel really- I do feel really emotional talking about like my journey um, and I try to keep it concise but it's actually it's my whole life's journey that led me here and that sounds really cliche but um, I realised when I dug into um, why I do what I do I read um, there's a book about your why I think it was Simon Sinek, Sinek. oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah about about read it. really good I think you might have a podcast and stuff so I was like oh yeah I'll, I'll sort of see why and it makes complete sense because actually my childhood history of homes um, was I was always very safe and loved, but I was not really having the sort of typical home life that you would imagine as a kid. Like it wasn't one house for several years with the sort of the typical family setup. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of moving around. There was questionable accommodation, you know, like council right. houses, rental accommodation, a bed sit at one time, living with relatives. Um, and when I look back, I didn't really have what I feel, because it's 
personal to us all but what I would interpret yeah. is that feeling of home that feeling of going into a house and feeling just like oh yeah this is this is my home yeah. um, and it wasn't actually till I was a lot older that I I had that um so when I was 17 and passed my driving test I used to have a really it sounds a bit weird <laughs> little hobby where I drive around the countryside and because I just passed I'd like take my time driving so I just be in the car and I used to look at all these big houses which sounds really oh. freaky um, oh, no, I, used to, <laughs> I used to love like seeing all these countryside houses and the you know the gardens and mm. um, and then I saw quite a few with the sale signs and I just had this epiphany why don't I go into an estate agent ask for some work experience and I'll have a sneaky little look around these houses um, nice. which worked I was really proud of myself to do that so at 17 I got some experience in a, an estate agent in a quite nice location so I looked around some pretty all right houses yeah so that's a good tip for anyone who's like 17 wanting to have a sneak around yeah um, but I loved that week and at the end of the week because I'd been like not expecting any job out of it I just wanted to have a nosy um, I'd really been like unguarded I'd just been myself and when people call, came through the door I just had a bit of a chat to them figured out what they wanted and the manager said like I've never like seen anyone do things the way that you do things like you're really getting beneath the surface it's not just that someone's looking for a three-bed semi you're asking them like more, more questions to figure out like do they really need three or could they maybe have a house and change it or you know all the different things so they offered me a job at the end of the week. Nice. Um, I know, yeah. So that was where estate agency began. Um, I did enjoy the houses. I didn't really enjoy the sort of, um, at that time and where I was, it was kind of, I don't want to say dog eat dog, but that vibe, you know, it's sort of like you have to be yeah. competitive and you have to go against your peers rather than working yeah. as a team. Um, and it didn't sit right. So I moved into mortgages, which was kind of like a sideward step. Um, but actually that is what, got me into it and I feel like I'm really pleased I, I do like the story but it wasn't probably what kept me doing it because I don't know like sometimes you find a, a job and it just sort of feels okay but you don't really go after it mm -hmm. um but early on we also sell life insurance alongside a mortgage yeah and I had never heard of it I didn't know what it was and actually when I realised that we could have something called critical illness insurance and when I understood what it did, so it's the one that sort of, if you do get cancer or anything in a heart attack, gives you a cheque for a lump sum that helps you through that tough time. And actually I'd had um, experience with my mum having breast cancer when I was 18. So we'd been in a situation where she'd had an illness, which is horrific, all the horrible stuff that comes with cancer, you know, the, the illness and the, yeah. the emotional side. I was 18 working as a waitress in a cocktail bar <laughs> and um, we had like bills going through the door and my mum just said I just don't know what to do like what are we going to do we have zero money not even enough to last us a couple of weeks so when I found out later on in life that she could have had an insurance that would have paid at this time you know pretty instantly after her diagnosis a lump sum of however much money I was just like, gosh, that could be really, really life changing. And it could have been the difference between a healthier outcome yeah. and she could have got better quicker or she just one less stress to worry about. Like you don't need stress on top of stress. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so I was absolutely gutted to hear about this thing. And she was when I told her before we lost her because she died later. Yeah. Um, but it's really stuck with me like that. I'm so passionate about the, the houses and getting people in, but also keeping you there. Mm -hmm. And it gives me goosebumps. And that's what I said about like emotional because it's really life-changing to be a part of someone's 
you know excitement and buying the house and getting you in and getting the keys and like you know we don't but I always feel like sharing a glass of champagne with people when they do get the keys but also when they hit those bumps in the road to be someone that they can turn to to know that either we have looked after something or that that we can talk them through it and guide them and actually I think it's not just why did you get into it it's like why 20 years later am I still doing it Um, and I tell people this because I feel like you can understand I'm not just doing it from a sales perspective I don't just want to put you know a tick in the box to get my commission like my heart is invested in this and that is where the mindfulness I hate the word mindful as a buzzword mm-hmm. for me it's more thoughtful conscious like yeah. taking that care and the nurture but mindful more because it's had a better ring to it but it's yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow well I thank you so much for for sharing your story really? like, oh, where do I start like <laughs> Um, but I mean it's so so great like I, I love hearing people's stories and where they've come from it's probably one of my favorite questions actually um on the podcast and yeah I just love it when people take something from their life like you know you said you, you didn't really feel like you had like a home and then you know you've made it happen for yourself and, and what you're doing is passing that on to other people and being a part of that for other people yeah. and how great is that it is a bit selfish sometimes because I actually feel like every time someone buys a house or we do something good I do feel like I personally get a little bit of fulfillment from that it almost tops up and as much as I'm happy for them and you know we'll do the job properly it is something that on my personal life and journey I do feel as if it really was meant to be and it's kind of yeah, yeah I feel feel privileged to be in the position that I am yeah and that is that is so lovely to hear and you know when when you think about business it's I don't know we can just sort of think oh it is kind of doggy like it can be dog eat dog or it's just about the money or whatever and obviously everyone needs money to be able to have a mortgage and things in our lives so let's not pretend that we you know can survive without it but it's just so great to hear people who are who have a real passion for what they do like it it so comes across that you really care and you. you know when it comes to something like buying a house I mean it is a massive massive decision isn't it and it's a huge amount of money um you know and I, and I would want to be in in safe hands and someone that I can kind of turn to like you said like kind of you know who's there on the journey with me like that's that's yeah. what you need I'll be honest though Beth like I don't think I'm for everyone because there are mortgage advisors out there and they will do the mortgage for you and I don't think necessarily everyone always wants such a connection and a nurture and I feel like that is going to appeal to some people because when people work with us it isn't just like facts and figures it really is all the extra wisdom and the knowledge and why we don't get over the top like I'm not going to be there like (laughs) too much in your face it's a real fine line because I think I almost make friends in a non-cheesy way with our clients. I really, it's just like now we're having a conversation and I want to get to know you more and I want to be a part of it. But uh, yeah, I I obviously couldn't appeal to everyone because we've not got the capacity. We're only a small company. My husband actually works with me. Um, But the people that we do have, they generally stay with us for life because they can trust us. And that's massive when it's money. Like you're telling us your really personal information, like your debts and your finances and not just that, but like your dreams about what house you want there's got to be a level of trust um, oh, so I think that's my biggest value yeah oh absolutely yeah there's, you've, you're right there's got to be that trust there um for sure so if someone's listening to this and they're thinking you know I'd love to have my own house like my dream house um but they feel like you know oh it's not really 
for me right now. Um, what would you say to them? Yeah, we get that so often and we get so many people who just either put off speaking to someone or just, well, probably don't really. Yeah. And I think that's such a shame because they don't know either if it's possible or how far away it might be. Yeah. So for me, yeah. the first starting point is always, always just get informed, like find out where you are and ha- almost have a bit of a roadmap. What do you need? Where do you want to get to? It might not be that far away. And actually, eight times out of 10, I think we're almost pretty much there with most people and they're quite surprised. It might just be, actually, you need a little bit more deposit or you know, you're perhaps in this house price bracket, not where you perhaps sort of wanted to get to, but most of the time it's positive. So inform yourself, get a real sort of steer on where you are. And then you can also firm up a bit about where you want to be going because very often you can tweak it slightly as well. Like, mm. yes, if you're a first time buyer and you want a million pound house in London, it might be a little bit out of reach at the minute, yeah. but you might be able to have a different property in a different location and just sort of, there's different options. There's different ways to buy properties. Um, I'm really good at thinking out of the box. So just have a bit of a brainstorm session with you know, someone like myself to figure out where could I go? What are the next yeah. steps? Um, and once you know that, that's the first thing, then you can prepare and plan and sort of almost have a bit of a, um, a goal, which also comes with accountability. Because if I speak to someone and I like send them away, and, I'll go away and say 10 grand and then come back to me when you're ready. Like, yeah, you're not going to hear from them for a, a while. Yeah. Actually, if we check in every month or two, like, oh, how's it going? Like, how are you doing? What do we need to tweak? Yeah. Like, that is super powerful because it's really hard to sort of get going sometimes but once you start I remember when we started saving for our wedding we were just like how are we going to save up thousands of pounds and then you know once you had your first thousand and you started building on top all of a sudden it snowballs and then you see it building and you just get this excitement you're a bit closer to it so then you start living on beans on toast (laughs) saving every penny and so yeah the, the, the preparing and the accountability because I think if you can have a few goals and reach those mini ones before you know it you're one step nearer and that just feels nice it's not always going to be overnight you can do something but even if it's a year or two it's yeah. nice to know so yeah take the steps um and I think you have got to put a few action things in place like whatever that is it might, it's hard to generalize but it might be knowing how much you need to save knowing how much things are going to cost um looking at getting yourself in a better position I mean, people don't always understand what credit score is or what it means or how it affects yeah. a mortgage. They just think, oh, I've got a poor or a bad one or a middle one. That means I can't get a mortgage. And that's so far from the truth. It's like not like that at all. And we can put a few things in place to make that as best as it could be by whatever time. So, yeah, having these chats and like a little buddy, I feel like that's where our value can come in. Like we can give you yeah. so much advice and wisdom. Um, but that also means that when you are ready, you're going to be sort of um, armed with all the information. So you're going to feel more confident. Yeah. And that's what I mean about the empowering. Like if you know, I've been speaking to someone for a year, we're ready to do to this point. I know all the terminology. I've had the advice on how to speak to estate agents. I know what solicitor I'm using. Yeah. It just really is kind of like, rather than just feeling alone, you've just got someone by your side. So I do, I love the journey for someone and that's the thing about mortgages it's not quick I can be speaking to someone for years sometimes um and we also just have lifelong clients because once I've helped you buy a house every couple of years when you need a mortgage or if you need to move or extend or change your insurances we do home insurance it's not just like a one-stop shop so for me you know you're going to get the highest level of service because I want you to keep coming back to me and tell all your friends and family about me too yeah, so yeah. it's a real the win-win that that way but yeah I think never never be um scared of asking a silly question never sort of think that 
anything is not worth sort of knowing or finding out about mm-hmm. um and I think as well it's probably a lot easier than people think easy is probably the wrong word but we can simplify it to make it manageable and understandable yeah um, it doesn't have to be scary and dark and it doesn't have to make you come away feeling like oh I had a, a telling off from a bank manager because I'm not you know, I'm not paying my bills on time that time when actually there was a real reason for it like life happens so someone that's understanding not judgmental um like that in itself can just work wonders yeah oh definitely and as you were speaking then I was imagining you as like a cheerleader like woo you got this yeah. kind of thing that's a social media post I should get some like um what do you call those things pom-poms you need those yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it just sounds so great. Like, why wouldn't anyone want this in their life? I know you said it's not for everyone, um, kind of your approach, but like, I mean, who wouldn't want to be more informed and yeah. kind of have someone helping them? Um, because like I say, like when when I first applied for a mortgage, I did not know what I was doing, didn't know about life insurance, didn't know what insurance I needed as well because it's kind of like I don't know when you start the process it's like you can have all these different surveys that are xyz you can do this search you can do that you can have this insurance and that insurance and oh do you want this as well and yeah and it's so much and also it's a bit like oh do I do I fully trust this person like do I need this insurance um so it's really hard really hard to navigate and yeah like I say pom-poms yeah I love it (laughs) I've kind of been on the receiving end as well I think because I started so young it was it's not so much nowadays it was a real male dominated and you know let's be honest they were very much like white Caucasian you know gray men in suits and almost I've been on the receiving end where they'd speak to me about certain things very I've had sort of real life examples very patronizing and judgmental and try to bombard you with all this jargon to sound clever yeah and actually hearing that and feeling like you know someone who was in theory you know really qualified and almost an equal maybe without as much experience to then think I would never want my clients to feel like I'm speaking to them and thinking that I'm either better than them or I know more than them because it's not about that it's just our speciality like we are trained I've had so much experience and I've done all the qualifications and keep up with them as well Mm -hmm. that why would you want to make someone who's come to you and chosen you like leave not feeling the best that they could possibly feel like it's just human nature isn't it that's just simple yeah yeah and I'm I'm, yeah I'm all here for it I'm like yes 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 like I'm I'm cheerleading for you now yeah love it I I don't think I could do it not with these ethics I think that was the whole thing about setting up you know I couldn't find another company out there that matched my morals as much Mm -hmm. as I did and it's hard to put them into words like you know on a sales page or on social media because I think you need to chat to me but I think it's quite sad almost that I have to prove how different I am I'm like no it doesn't need to be this way this is this is like a really nice way to do it we're doing everything that you need we're a bit really professional and knowledgeable and your mortgage will be done with high standards but you can also be a nice person at the end of the day well yeah and and that's that's all we want you know it's it's just like let's let's just be like kinder to each other let's do things with those you know a bit of extra good vibes rather than that's it and I think just one little area that I found it is a massive um, deal is when we've had um, like minorities, whether it be race or gender or disabilities, mm-hmm. and that's just an extra level of confusion and you know, feeling like you don't yeah. want to speak to other mortgage advisors that perhaps aren't as 
either open-minded or just as not even open-minded that sounds wrong even just like inclusive and yeah. you know, filling in forms we've had quite a lot of situations where the black and white forms especially nowadays like they'll ask are you a mister or a missus and it's yeah. all very set up sort of quite archaic but yeah. I feel like just by being a human we can navigate that with our clients who all have different needs you know, varying and that's something that I'm really passionate about trying to make sure that I think there needs to be more said that actually mortgages is a very privileged society mm. like everyone who works in mortgages yeah. like you don't really get this diversity in advisors and and then the clients as well so there's, there's a lot of work to be done and I think mm. if I can just break a few um or make a few ripples then I would leave happy if I know I can do that oh that's amazing that is so so good because I, I do find the the paperwork is just I mean the fact that it is all paperwork and you have to print stuff yeah. and all that that is frustrating in its own on its own right but um but yeah that is so good because we do just need need more of that and more people like you you know who who do want to make a change who because you could just be going along with the system you know but but yeah it's great and those little ripples you know that is what makes a wave isn't it you know little yeah. things add up and and that is really important so if you want um, listeners to take just one thing away from this episode, what would it be? So I think encapsulating everything, I think when you start to think about how oh, having a house, having a mortgage, mm-hmm. change the terminology. So rather than house, always focus on home. Like as much as you can buy to let mortgages and stuff, like let's focus on your house first. So I think you want to get a home. So that's the goal. And a mortgage is the way to get there. I'm not saying it's not important, but the mortgage isn't the thing. So it's all of the feelings and the emotions and it's everything connected to the home, whereas the numbers and the the finances, that is just part of the puzzle. It's not the overall bigger piece. I think focusing on that, the rest all falls into place if you've got the right team with you, because obviously that you need a few different people to sort of get you there. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's just all about the connection, I think, for me. And if you can hang on to that and remember that through the sort of the next few years whilst you're either moving or looking, yeah. I feel like that just feels a lot better. Oh yeah, I love that thinking of it as your home instead because mm. it is so easy to just kind of talk about it as a house and and mm. and at the end of the day it is a house. It yeah. is a yeah. house, but it is going to be your home that you're going to spend hopefully, you know, a lot of a lot of years, a lot of happy years to come yeah, in. So you know, you want you want to pick the right thing, you know, you want it to yeah. be home um or you know if you've if you're kind of going for like a stopgap you know you you're eventually you know you'll still have that dream of your of your dream home that you'll you'll be able to get one day um with a little help from from people like you it's making me so excited because I am moving house as well um yeah I've already got my mortgage sorted or I would have oh well now we know (laughs) a lot of of people always say that whenever I meet people they're always like oh I've just done my mortgage that always happens but I'm not going anywhere like I've done this since I was 17 and I feel like that's how we grow because people know about us and every year we're getting more and more people sort of come to us and telling people about us so it's almost a case of it's always meant to be at the right time and the right thing and if a mortgage advisor can't like wait for you to come to them then they're obviously not the right ones either yeah 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 we'll wait around and I'll... Yay. <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> oh yeah you know where I am 
<laughs> yeah. So we're coming to the end now uh, where my guest gives a recommendation. So it can be anything from like a book, TV program, an Instagram, kind of anything. Um, do you have something um, that comes to mind when, when thinking about, it could be about houses or homes, mortgages, savings, whatever, what, what kind of comes to mind? Yeah, so when um, I think about this, it's not connected directly to houses and uh, mortgages, um, but I've recently joined a book club and we were reading um, a book called I May Be Wrong. And it's just sort of along the lines of life, but you can apply it to almost a mortgage journey if you want to be obscure. But it's just kind of always being open-minded to um, not always everything is, is, is sort of clear as it seems so sometimes let's say with houses you might not get the house that you want or it might there be that there's a hurdle and it's not that you might be wrong about the choice but it's almost just the things always work out and if I had a pound for every time I saw that I would honestly retire like 10 years ago things always just fall up in the right sort of way and this this book I may be wrong it's more just about kind of being open to when something doesn't go as you expected taking the next step and just sort of taking each bit as it comes and it's been a really interesting read um it was about a monk on his journey um sort of through his his monk life and then sort of coming out of the monastery at the end and just sort of what he learned on the way that I feel like there were so many learnings that you could apply to life I mean he's he's got like a Swedish name Bjorn something and I can't say it no (laughs) I can link it I will find it yeah yeah so I always pop it in the show notes anyway so I'll pop a link yeah Oh, that sounds so good. I'm definitely yeah. going to be having a little looky. Nice yeah, yeah, it sounds it. And you're so right, though, um, on kind of, you know, things work out. That is one of my things that I say all the time, like, oh, it'll all work out because yeah. it does. It can feel at the time like, no way, this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually like our house kind of sale fell through before Christmas and we found something bigger better cheaper like and it's all it's all just worked out for the better and and it is just sometimes it is that way you know at the time you're so mad or sad or whatever emotion you're feeling about it um and then yeah it just just it does just just work out yeah you sort of have to ride the waves like I know sometimes when life's tough we have dark times and you know it doesn't mean that oh that's okay because I think that yeah. can not feel what you need to hear and I don't want to be sort of like toxic with it yes. but I think in life like always you need the dark and the light you need the yin and the yang so actually it does work out even though yeah. that time might be really tough yeah oh definitely yeah you, you're so right we need the light and the dark and and that yeah. is life at the end of the day there's nothing yeah. nothing that we can do to control every single aspect in our life so um so yeah it's going to come and go but yeah. but when people are on that you'll be there to to guide them through yeah exactly I think that helps doesn't it like anything in life if you've got someone who's sort of you know not necessarily a shoulder to cry on but someone who you can share it with and just sort of keep you going and accountable it just makes all the difference yeah definitely that accountability is is I think really important Mm because I mean we've all had goals and and not (laughs) not really them through we've all been there we've all had the uh new year's resolutions or whatever and by February we're just like nah um yeah that that bit's extra important but Thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been, like I said at the start, you know, it's just really important to kind of open the door a little bit to talking about things about money and, and mortgages. And and yeah, I think it's I think it's needed. 
it's been nice to talk about it as well not just focusing on the actual mortgage and interest rates because sometimes yeah. that's not what we want to hear yeah. not if you're not in that frame of mind so it's nice to, to talk about it as a bigger picture so I appreciate your time and all your, uh, your feedback with it oh no problem thank you so much we shall see you soon bye hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was great to chat with Sam, hear her story and how she's cheerleading on the sidelines when people are buying their dream home, whatever that looks like. If you want to connect with Rachel, you can find her details in the show notes. She also has a book and a journal for buying a house too, which looks great. So do check that out. If you'd like to be a guest on the pod, drop me a DM over on Instagram at Positive2WithBeth or send me an email, thejoyseries1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, rate or subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity. And I'd really love it if you could leave a review too. Until next time, bye!